What up? It's your girl Jasmine, and I'm back with another episode of Internally Woke. How y'all doing? How y'all be? Y'all still surviving this? Can't even call it call it quarantine, cause half y'all ain't quarantining no more. Half y'all ain't doing what y'all supposed to do. Not to say that we all supposed to quarantine and just be stuck up in the house, but y'all know some of y'all done been down there to Myrtle Beach having fun, and now you supposed to come back and you know stay away from people for the next two weeks. Make sure you ain't got none. Make sure you don't pass up. Y'all ain't doing that. Mm-mm. Y'all out here, y'all gonna be at 4th of July cookouts and stuff. You know, I know we don't celebrate Independence Day, but y'all still gonna be having cookouts and stuff because y'all know we like to eat. Ain't doing what y'all supposed to. I know it. I, I know it. I know it. But anyways, I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone is safe and healthy. I hope everyone is still remembering that Breonna Taylor's killers are still on the run, are still walking around here free while that little baby is dead in her grave and her mama and her family and whoever else is out here mourning her and these murders are just out here just living the life um so I hope you have called emailed the governor the um district attorney all that good stuff in the meantime and in between time um I don't really have much to talk about today good news my pre the pre-orders for my book started today. Let me, I'm just going to tell y'all. I have had so many uh, business ventures. I have my own nonprofit organization. I have my own instructional design and graphic design company. I have my own e-learning for people who want to grow their business company. I have so many business ventures, but when I tell y'all sis wrote a book, Sis put out some masks and some t-shirts to go with the theme of the book. And y'all, my supporters showed out. And it's just day one. Pre-sales start at 12 a.m. today, July 1st, while I'm recording this podcast. And by, I think it was around 1, 2, maybe 3 o'clock when I checked. Listen, y'all are coming through for Sis. So I want to say thank you if you are listening to the podcast and you have went to J, the letter J, LaShawn, which is L-A-S-H-A-W-N.com, JLaShawn.com. And you have ordered, pre-ordered your hard copy. Or you have went there and pre-ordered your Kindle copy off of Amazon. Or you went there and you ordered two copies. Or you went there and you ordered a t-shirt and a mask. Whatever you went to my site and ordered, thank you. I know it's just Wednesday. Some people don't get paid till this Friday. Some people won't get paid till next Friday. That is okay. The book is um on sale for pre-orders until um I think about the second or third week of August. And then it goes on official sale, which then I'm probably going to raise the price. But in the meantime and in between time, <clears throat> you can get one book for $12.50, two books for $25. With two books, I waive shipping <clears throat> or any order that is $25 or more, has free shipping. Any apparel, the t-shirts, or the face masks that you order are 10% off with the code BLESSED, B-L-E-S-S-E-D. So if you are a reader, or if you are a Black person who is blessed, but you are not exempt from systematic racism, which is every single Black person that is listening to this podcast or person of color, go ahead and check out the t-shirts and masks that say blessed but not exempt. Um... So that is all that is really going on in my world besides, you know, regular working and all that stuff. Um, So let's go ahead and jump into the podcast. Um, 
for the internally woke part of the podcast. Um, I'm going to do that at the end. Let's go ahead and talk about these hot topics because <laughs> your girl wants to talk about Will and Jada and August Alcina and all that is their controversy that is going on right now in the news, okay? Now, yes, granted, we have bigger things to um, talk about. Brianna Taylor's killers still being on the loose. Black lives still matter. Uh, police brutality is still going on, even though we may not see a, a rec- recorded video of it. Um, and there are still other Elijah McCain stillers. Is it Elijah McCain or Elijah McClain? Please excuse me if I said that wrong. But either way, the young man's killers are still on the loose. Yes, we have bigger things to worry about. But I just want to say, <laughs> I called it when the information came out last year of August Palsina being on Red Table Talk in the way that Jada talked about him and how he had been living in the house. And their story was allegedly she was helping him, you know, get over his addiction. Um, And so that is why he was, you know, living with them because she met, saw him at a concert, I think, for Willow. He came out to support Willow. They ran into each other at the concert. And he asked her for help. Okay, this is the story that they are sticking with. But the way <clears throat> that they talked to each other, the way that they talked about each other. And then he also, I think it was her birthday or something. He pinned a letter on his Instagram to her that was real, like, intimate, like, not like, that's my homegirl. Like, it was more like... <laughs> You know, I I know what that's like, like, um, and so, uh, and then she also got on the Red Table Talks and talked about how her and Will were going to stay together no matter what, even if they were still living under the same roof, but with different people, he can be on that end with his person, she can be on this end with her person, so, like, this was all going on at the same time, I want to say it was last year, 2019, if it wasn't 2019, it was definitely 2018, it was not that long ago. Me and a bunch of other nosy folks, because really ain't got nothing to do with us, started speculating, like, what's really going on, though? It's August with Jada in between the sheets. Like, what's really going on? But they came back, denied it, said they were just friends. He was just a family friend. Will said he gave his respects to um, August Austin at the time. He understood it to be... You know, him just being a family friend, showing his family friend love for Jada. Fast forward to this week, August Alcina did a interview with, um, what's old girl's name from the Breakfast Club? Come on, y'all, help me out. Uh, I don't want to call her Erica Mina. Her name is not Erica Mina. Her name is, I'm looking at the picture of her, Angela Yee. <laughs> y'all <laughs> Every time I see or hear her name, y'all remember the clip <laughs> where Sha not Charlemagne, where was it Gucci? It wasn't Gucci. Who was it? Y'all remember it was the rapper trying to do the promo clip for the Breakfast Club, and he could not get their names right. Angela McGee, Angela Yee. Anyways, Angela Yee was interviewing August Alcina. He, in a roundabout way admitted to him and Jada having a romantic, intimate relationship that I would personally say 
is out of line, out of character for a married woman to have with another man besides her husband. But that's not my business. That's neither here nor there. Um, and that Will, August Alcina went on to say that Will Smith gave him his blessing to do so. Will Smith gave August Alcina his blessing to have this relationship with Jada. So now fast forward to today, a couple of news sources have said allegedly that Will Smith did not, Will Smith is saying he did not give his blessing to August Alcina to do this. So here's one thing that I think could have prevented all of this. Celebrities, rich people, married people. What happens in your relationship, what happens between you and your husband and your wife, or your between you and your husband or you and your wife, depending on what type of situation y'all got going on, um, is your business. Especially when you are a person in a position of power, if you're a government official, if you are a celebrity, if you just have that much money that you're that influential that people tend to dig into your business a little bit more than they would somebody like me because I'm a nobody. When you involve yourself, and I'm not saying that this is the case with Will and Jada, but when you involve yourself in that type of open relationship or you bring a third partner into your relationship or whatever have you, the best thing to do is to get that outside person or persons to sign non-disclosures a non-disclosure agreement, NDA, however you want to refer to it as. Because if that is something that you don't want coming out later, um, it is definitely something that you need to keep under wraps with the NDA. Now, granted, a non-disclosure agreement can't keep somebody from speaking. What a non-disclosure agreement does says, you aren't supposed to talk about this. But if you talk about this, I will sue you for everything you're worth, including the drawers you are wearing. Okay? That doesn't, like I said, it does not keep people from talking. What it does is it kind of scares people from saying something or talking. Do I think the NDA would have worked in if this is true and he was a added an additive to the relationship? Do I think an NDA would have worked with August Alcina? Yes, because... I want to say not all men because he was very eager to get this out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bro was very eager to get this, this information out. But who would, what man who has slept with Jada Pick Pink, Pink, I can't even say it. What man who has slept with Jada would want to keep that under wraps? especially someone as young as August Alcina. Y'all know young boys kiss and tell. Just as much as all women. <laughs> Let me not stereotype. Because y'all gonna come to me. I don't kiss and tell, whatever. A good bit of women kiss and tell. Girl, let me tell you. You might not tell the world. But you know you texting or calling your best friend to tell her who it was, how it was, where it was. Okay? You giving all the deep. Um, but I think in the case of August Alcina, India would have worked. Had it been the other way around, <laughs> and it was a woman who had slept with Will or had a relationship with Will, 
Would an NDA have worked? Probably not. Probably not. Because I'm not attracted to Will Smith. Like, I think Will Smith is an attractive man. He is light-skinned, which is my type. He is tall, which is my type. Um, so I think he's an attractive man. Don't don't come for me just because you light-skinned, just because you're tall does not make you attractive or unattractive, okay? I just happen to have a proclivity to the light skin and tall men. I am here nearly six feet. I'm five eleven. So I prefer that my men are taller and I just happen to have a proclivity to light skin men. Doesn't mean that there's some chocolate men out there that aren't attractive. <laughs> there definitely are. Um but all that goes to say is Will is not somebody that I would just oh, like you know, fall over and everything. Like, I might trade songs now. <laughs> Trey songs don't have to get me to sign an NDA because I'm telling everybody that I was with Trey songs. Um, but do I think a woman would have kept that under wrap? No. No matter what you said to her, no matter what you did. Uh, I don't think an NDA would have worked with women. Okay, so that's the first part. The second part is, for Will to come out and say that he did not give his blessing, I have not read the statement from Will. But if his only statement was, no, I did not give August 15 my blessing or something along those lines, I think a better statement would have been, we do not confirm nor deny the relations that August Austin had with my wife. And therefore, do not confirm nor deny giving him my blessing. Because if Will just came out and said, no, I don't give you my blessing, then, bruh, you sound like it took place, but you didn't agree with it taking place, okay? Um, I think Jada needs to speak on it. I mean, does she have to speak on it? No. So let me not say she needs to speak on it. I think it would be wise if she spoke on this situation because the people want to hear because just because August Alcina said it and I mean there was some you know proof some somewhat of proof a year ago doesn't mean that's necessarily true he could just take the situation that we read into and run with it right there are plenty of people who are quick to say when you have a closer relationship with the opposite sex, they're quick to think, oh, something's going on there, right? So you as the person that they're talking about can take that and run with it and be like, you know, (laughs) just to kind of, you know, people who crave attention and stuff like that. Or on the other hand, you could kind of shut that down. If it's not true, I mean, you could try and shut it down if it's true, but, you know, or... If it's true, then whatever. I hope you guys get what I'm saying. I just think it's a What I have learned, let me say this. What I have learned from the situation is, if I ever had the opportunity, which I doubt it, and that's even to say he may or may not even be attracted to me. If I ever had the opportunity to give August Alcina the draws, I'm going to pass. Sir got on live national TV telling him his business Okay, that's not my M.O. That's not how I move. That's not what I like. I I like to, one, keep my numbers low. So I'm not just going to be going out here telling everybody who I done slept with and who I done been with. No, ma'am, no, sir. Um, 
I just think it was a bad move on his part. Truth or no truth, whether he slept with her or he didn't, whether he kissed her or he didn't. I just think that it was a bad, it's a bad look, bro. You could have took that to your grave and the world would have, we have forgot. We, I was sitting here in my room, sitting up in my room, uh, on my brandy, thinking about my book release. Thinking about Wanted that I'm watching on Netflix. Thinking about if I want this peach in the refrigerator. I was thinking about so much. You know what I was not thinking about? August Alcina being on uh, Red Table Talk last year. And us being confused about the relationship he had with Jada. Jada being on Red Table Talk last year. Talking to Will about their open hinting around to their open marriage. I wasn't sitting here thinking about none of that. We could have went on the rest of 2020 with all the things that are going on this year, not thinking about August Alcina and Jada Pickett's relationship. We, we were good, bro. You had a whole, you were hospitalized. Did he come out with the album where he was planning on coming out with the album right after? Something wrong. Anyways, you could be talking about an album. You could be talking about your hospitalization. There's so much other stuff that you could have talked about with Angela Yee. Than that, and we would have been good, bro. But now you have created something to put the attention on you, and I think that's what what part of his problem is. He seems to me, I could be completely wrong. I don't know this man from Adam, but he seems to be an attention craver. Because why, bro? Why? It was unnecessary. Anyways, I don't spend too long talking about that. What do you guys think? Do you think he could have, should have kept his mouth shut? Do you think Jada should come out and clear the air? I know she doesn't necessarily have to because she didn't bring it up. I mean, she kind of did last year, but like I said, we weren't thinking about that right now. Um, I don't know. I mean, part of it is he's put it out there now. They have kids. Uh, Will and Jada have kids who are listening to this. <sighs> I don't know. I just think that was a bad move on August Alcina's part. I don't know. What do you guys think? Besides that, um, there's not much going on in the news. Have you guys seen the clip of that black girl skating? When I tell you, honey, is smoother than the uncle at the cookout with the brown sandals and the linen suit on, honey, is she is the smooth. Y'all know one thing about me? I cannot skate. I can't skate. It's embarrassing. I can't skate. But she made me want to go put on some skates. Honey, girl, she was smooth. Go to the shade room. She has on, I want to say, a yellow crop top and shorts. I know she has on shorts and a crop top. I think they're yellow. She's um, really chocolate. Got really pretty chocolate skin and uh, braids in her hair. And she's skating. Go look up that video if you haven't seen it. Honey girl is smoother than pebbles beside the river, okay? Um, are you not celebrating the 4th this weekend? Are you not? I don't want to say celebrating Independence Day because you know <laughs> in the South, we don't need a holiday or a reason to cook out on the grill. It could be a random Friday night. And we will pull out the grill, throw some fish, throw some hot dogs, hamburgers, steaks, chicken, whatever have you on the grill. It don't have to be a holiday. So let me say this. Are y'all cooking out this weekend? 
or y'all kicking out this weekend. You know what I say to, I don't, I'm not talking about Independence Day, but I'm talking about people saying that they're not celebrating Independence Day. That's cool. I get that. But then people saying they're not wearing red, white, and blue. They won't hang the flag, stuff like that. Here's my thing. I respect you if you say you're not doing any of those things. But I also respect the black people who are not Candace Owens, the Hodge twins, <laughs> or any of them type of people um, who say that they're wearing red, white, and blue because if anybody, if anybody has the right to wear those colors and rock the American flag, it is the ancestor, the um, us, who do we call <laughs> We, our ancestors, let me put it like this. Our ancestors built this country, broke their legs, knees, backs. I mean, they built this country with their bare hands. This country is more of ours than it is the white people's. Now, we came over here and stole the country from the indigenous people. So technically, it is their country. But corporate America of what it is today, if anybody has the right to rock red, white, and blue and rock the flag, it is us. We fought in wars for them on the front line because they didn't want to put their own people on the front line. So if I want to wear red, white, and blue, I'm going to wear it, okay? Because I, if anybody deserves to go back to another, where they came from, it's them because what did they do but put us to work? to make the capital that they now live off of and inherit and employ the systematic racism in which they inherited the country that we built. So, yeah, that's how I feel about wearing red, white, and blue. If you want to wear it, wear it. You can't, you can't make, they can't make us, okay, feel like we don't deserve those colors. Now, Independence Day is a different situation. We were still enslaved July 4th, 1776, when we were freed, when America became independent, okay? African-American or Black people were still enslaved over here, okay? So I understand not supporting or celebrating that holiday. But as far as some colors, <laughs> if anybody can wear red, white, blue, I am. I'm, let me tell you how not far I am removed from slavery. My grandmother, which is my mom's mom, her grandmother, her dad's mom, was a slave. That's how close I am to slavery. That is one, two, three. I'm four generations away from slavery. Okay? So that should tell you right there. We ain't in no post-racial America. I'm not going to get into that because we kind of talked about that last week on podcast. I just kind of want to talk about the hot topic of August Alcina. What y'all doing this weekend? Black girl magic of old girl skating. Um, I think that's about it. But yeah, I'm going to hop on off of here. Let me go ahead and give you the internally woke piece for this week. Um... <clears throat> For those of you who are new to the podcast, listening for the first time, our Internally Woke, which is also the name of the podcast, but the piece that we do within the podcast called the Internally Woke, 
segment is when we discuss things that we need to realize about ourselves before we help somebody else realize um, their own problems, right? Everybody, we live in this woke, quote-unquote woke culture where we want everybody else to be woke and we're trying to wake everybody else up to see their truth or the truth. When there's so much that we have to work on ourselves and internal truths that we need to work on, we need to address before we up here criticizing people for their downfalls and their shortcomings. No, I'm not talking about racism because we are going to call out racism, systematic racism, prejudice, and all that at all times, no matter what flaws we got going on. But I'm talking about calling out your fellow people of color for not knowing, for not understanding, for not seeing what you want them to see when there are some issues we have to work on ourselves. This week's Internally Woke segment is talking about being honest with the success you want in your life. Um, A lot of times we say we want to get big, we want to be rich, you know, not necessarily famous because I don't want to be famous because let me tell you, people start coming for me in the comment sections like they come for these celebrities. (laughs) Um, I'm just not going to be able to handle it on so many levels. But anyways, I would like to reach a uh, an amount of success where I don't have to worry about when the next payday is. <clears throat> I don't have to worry about when a bill is due because I got automatic draft in my account. And I can just do what I need to do and also be able to do what I want to do without any type of financial repercussions, right? And a lot of people say they want that. But in order to get it there, there are some things that have to come with that. One, you have to work hard at it. Unless you are lucky and you go out here and you find a million dollars on the street, you inherit it, or you win the lottery. The only other way to get there is to work towards it, right? Which is why I am always trying to keep multiple streams of income. I have a regular professional nine to five job that I work soon to hopefully quit. Um, I have Driven in Hills. I have Driven in Hills Academy. I have MGP Designs. Um, And now I am an author of a book. And so that is how I try and keep my multiple streams of income. Granted, Driven in Hills is a nonprofit organization, so I don't really see a huge profit from that. I have to put it right back into my organization, which is fine. That is why I created it. But I am just at the beginning, right? I am just at the brink, or not the brink. I'm just at the beginning of starting this road. And one thing that I have noticed about myself <clears throat> is there are times I just don't want to work for it. There are times I want to sit on my throne, a.k.a. my couch, which is also a recliner, with my feet up, watch Netflix, watch Hulu, read a book, stuff my fat face, and not think about responsibilities, right? And that is more times than it should be. Um, There are also times, excuse me, because I have this lazy streak, that I fear the success that may come because the more success I reach for example the more books I sell t-shirts masks I sell the more people who book me as their graphic designer or instructional designer um 
And the more clients I have with Driven in Hills, the more customers I have with Driven in Hills Academy, the more courses I have to create. There's so much more work that comes with more success, right? More money, more problems. And I often fear that success because, one, am I going to scale enough where I can hire more people to help me or am I going to have to just do this on my own? Two, I'm scared to scale back because I've put all this out here in in front of people for the world to see. And I feel like if I scale back, let's say I pull MGP Designs off the table as a business, or I pull um, Driven in Hills Academy off the table as a business, I would feel like a failure. So there are two things that I pull from that. One, don't be afraid of the success that I'm going to get to, right? No matter if my book hits, another 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 sales, or if it hits 2,000, 3,000 sales. <clears throat> we always like to say that God will put more on you than you, God won't put more on you than you can bear in a negative sense, right? So when we're going through pain, when we're going through tests, when we're going through trials, we like to say, oh, God won't put more on you than you can bear. The same thing is for success. God is not going to put more success on us than we can bear one because he knows some of us don't know how to act. We get out here, get this money, get taxed crazy. But two, he knows that some of us just will be able to, if we hit a certain amount of success, he will also provide what we need to maintain that success. Not always, but for a good amount of, you know, situations, he will. Um, so, and the Bible says on multiple accounts, fear not, right? So why would God give us something that we're fearful of when he's always telling us to fear not? Um, and then the second thing I pull from me just being me um, <laughs> is that being lazy no matter what is not going to get me the success I want. Even if I'm trying to keep that success minimum so I don't scale too fast, if I continue to sit here and try and be lazy in order to keep my scale, scale my business low, it's not going to get me where I want to be. So then I'm just in this perpetual cycle that's not going anywhere of not, not moving forward towards my goal, towards the mark. And so I think for someone like me who is really rooted in God and rooted, rooted in my spirituality, it takes some Coming, it takes a couple of good coming to Jesus moments. Like, you want this. This is what you asked for, okay? So either you're going to work for it and get it, or you're not going to work for it and just continue to be where you are. You make the choice. You make the decision. Don't be afraid of the success that you asked for. Like, that's redundant, right? Um, and I'm speaking on this, and, you know, it probably could just be me. A couple of y'all are probably listening to this rolling your eyes like, duh. But then I might be reaching somebody who's sitting there scared to really put themselves out there. Like you've been doing stuff on a small scale. So you're scared to pay that five or ten dollars to have an influencer with three and four thousand, five, maybe six thousand followers promote your business or promote your product. Because, oh, my gosh, if people like it, people like what they see, will I be able to handle that many orders? And. You know, it may be hard. You may have some sleepless nights, but guess what? That's what you want. If that's what you really want, then go for it. It's going to be hard. Stop being fearful of something because it might be hard. I stepped all over my toes saying that. But that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. 
I'm entirely woke. Hopefully I'll catch you guys next week. Bye.